Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for today's Daily Word, we're going to go into the Gospel of Mark and into the, the second half of chapter 5. And, and the message that I, I feel like God has put on my heart today that I, I hope that you'll receive today from Him is that we are never hopeless in Jesus. And I'd like to point out to you the two situations here that really from from a human perspective, are completely hopeless. First, a man who is pleading with Jesus to come and heal his daughter who he knows, who he knows is dying. And the second situation is a woman who's been suffering from bleeding for 12 years. She has visited physician after physician. She has spent all of her money, all of it, and instead of getting better, she has gotten worse. Chapter 5, verse 26. In fact, she had gotten worse. There's some hopeless words. She exhausted every resource that she had, every expert, every source that she could find, and she had only gotten worse. She is legitimately at the end of her rope. And as the story progresses, we'll read about the little girl. Your daughter is dead, verse 35. Are there any more hopeless words? You don't need to bother the rabbi anymore. It's over. She's dead. And um, it's, it's, um, it's hard for most of us to put ourselves in those places. But in one way or another, we, we have run up against feelings of despair, of, of hopelessness. And these are not places that the Lord would have us reside, but in fact, to find our hope in Jesus. The thing that you notice about both of these situations is that they are hopeless, and that getting to the end of their rope propels them toward Jesus. And this is our posture as well, that we go to Jesus because we know that there is always, always hope in Him. And, and what I'd like to ask you to notice as you read through these stories is that the woman, she reaches out for Jesus. She's heard about Him. She believes that if she just can just touch the, the hem of His garment, that she will be healed, and in fact, she was. And in fact, the girl, Jesus will, will raise her from the dead, will restore her life. But I'd like to ask you to notice that not only does Jesus bring a physical healing, but there is the personal um, restoration, there is the spiritual restoration. The woman who comes and touches Jesus she was um, reticent to be identified. Jesus asked, who touched me? She doesn't want to be identified because, because she is unclean because of her bleeding. And she knew by law that if she touched him, she would make him unclean. And yet, it doesn't work like that with Jesus. Jesus' holiness cannot be tarnished by us. In fact, as we reach out to Him, as we put our trust in Him, 
His holiness covers us, cleanses us. And so she's healed. He, he asks who it is, and finally, finally, she identifies herself, tells him what she has done, and listen to what Jesus says in verse 34. Daughter. Can you imagine being called daughter by Jesus, the Lord, the King of Kings, the Son of the living God? Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. See, it's not just a physical uh, restoration that, that Jesus is, is wanting to give her. He wants to restore her to relationship with God. There is the peace. There the suffering is over. And in addition, Jesus wouldn't just say the word from where he is, that he actually wants this relationship. The parents are there. His disciples are there. And he says to the little girl, little girl, get up. Right? It's a term of endearment here. Little one, little girl, my child, get up get up. And here is, again, this, this personal, close-up connection. And that's important because, you know, there are times, and I've seen it happen, where Jesus does give a physical healing, and, and we, we can put our hope in the restoration that Jesus is able to bring. But what we know, too, is that these folks who were restored physically at this time they did go on to pass away, to die physically, as we all will, unless the Lord returns before we do. And Jesus wants us to be restored to Him, to God, so that when that time does come, even then, even then, and especially then, we have hope. The Scriptures tell us in 1 Peter chapter 1, beginning at verse 5, it is by His great mercy that we have been born again because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. This is our hope kept safe away from any change or decay, our inheritance kept safe. And again, imagine this, um, this moment when Jesus calls us home. Again, it is personal. It is personal for Jesus. His love is personal. He says in John chapter 14, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my Father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. I will come and get you. Um, God is so good. He is so good, and Jesus is, is filled with this steadfast love of God, and he will, not, he will not 
leave us. He will not abandon us. He will not, he will not leave us hopeless. He is our hope, our living hope. And so I would, I would ask you this, to receive this hope in faith. It's the only way that we can receive it. Jesus says to the Father, to Jairus, don't be afraid, just have faith. Believe what Jesus has told us. Believe what Jesus has promised us. And we will, each one who belong to Him, be able then to live every day, no matter what happens, every day in hope. Thanks be to God. Well, until we get a chance to speak again, may God bless you and keep you.